Hi, this is Nicole Kimberling, creator of Lauren Proves Magic is Real, and I'm here to welcome you to episode three, which is, of course, our Halloween episode, so we're going to get a little bit scary. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about Tommy Jordan's new song. Tommy is our producer and is also the voice of Special Agent Keith Curry. So if you like listening to his voice, check out his new track, So Extra, at tommyjordan.bandcamp.com. Hi, this is Lauren, and welcome to my podcast, Lauren Proves Magic is Real. I have another case file from the super secret supernatural government agent whose cat I'm watching. But before I start, I have a comment to respond to. Dark Overlord writes, Greetings, Lauren. I have been trapped in another region. I require just one signature written in human blood to escape and be reunited with my earthly riches, which are substantial. I am not a greedy being and would be happy to split these assets with you 50-50 if you would be so kind as to, with your blood, scrawl your copy of your signature, blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on, and there's diagrams and all this stuff that sounds like song lyrics to those bands my sister listens to. Hey, Dark Overlord, I graduated with a B-plus from our online safety class, and I'm not going to send anybody my personal information by magic or any other way. So there. Now, back to what you've all been waiting for. Another case file from Super Special Agent Keith Curry. It's March 13th. Case number 1023. I've just received a call from an extra-human informant about suspicious activities at a beach market in St. Petersburg, Florida. The caller suggested the disappearance of a family of farmers was supernatural in origin. Initial research tells me that the beach market is part flea market and part farmer's market, with some carnival food vendors thrown in for good measure. According to my boss, the reason my department's involved at all is the missing farmers did some provisioning for the extra human community in the area. But I have a suspicion this is a straight up missing persons case. It's just been pawned off on my department again because they think we don't have enough to do. But the truth is... Keith, can you please stop talking to yourself? Some of us have work to do. Yes, ma'am. I'm not a huge fan of farmers markets, nor of farmers in general. In my experience, farmers are always up to some sort of shady hijinks. There's always a raw milk scheme, a pot grow up, a hidden vampire conspiracy. Plus, farmers are insular, they're clothed mouthed, and really hate people who work for the government. So my plan with this one was to stop by my house, lose my suit, put on a pair of shorts, and blend in with the tourist. I am now stepping out of the portal into the blindingly bright sun of St. Pete's. It's hot. It smells like empanadas. It's just past 10.30. The market seems like it's starting to get busy. There are some tables crammed with produce. The rest of the place is taken up by ready-to-eat food, some assorted arts and crafts, junk being sold as antiques, and street performers. I'm heading toward the place where our family farm produce stall should be but there's nothing here just an empty stall 
so I'm going to trade my sunglasses for my spectral lenses. That should eliminate most disguise and illusion spells. And there, right next door at a table selling junk, I can see the ugliest, greasiest, grayest little shark to scuzzball I have ever seen. From his face, he looks like a gnome. His paper Burger King crown tells me he's probably royalty. Ah, oh, he sees me. He's making me out as a Nyad agent right away, so I guess I'll just head over. What can I do for you, officer? I'm investigating a missing persons case. Know anything about it? Oh, them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. They threatened me. I had to act in self-defense. A family of farmers threatened you. Yeah, they, uh, they started selling eggs. Mm -hmm. Which you know are uh, poisonous to we gnomes. Sure. One of them even rolled right over into my stall. I asked them politely to remove it, but they laughed, and, and they laughed at me, and they laughed. Nobody has any respect for royalty these days. So I put a safe distance between them and myself. Is that a crime? It depends on how you did it. Where are they? No, you... They're still right here. I'm looking at one right now. So you transform them? Perhaps. I don't suppose I could convince you to just do this the easy way and transform them back. What about this? I'll give you to the closing bell of the market to figure it out. If you can guess which three objects are those awful farmers, I'll turn them back. And if I can't... Well, you disappear. Normal procedure here dictates that I call in another department. They secure, arrest, and interrogate that little creep. But that would take time and resources, and the fact is... I have an ace in the hole. Her name is Jumper. She's what some call a boo hag, a life form that feeds on nightmares. Boo hags have naturally bright red skin, the ability to camouflage it. They're kind of like a cuttlefish. They can be any color, their face is any shape. Because their diet consists of negative energy, their regulation falls into my department's jurisdiction. They also suffer from a strange kind of OCD. It compels them to count like objects. The really good ones get fast, and they can tell you if a tree has fewer leaves than it did yesterday. If anyone could spot the difference and find those missing farmers, it would be her. I knew she'd been living in the area recently, so I found a spot, called her up. The recording is as follows. Hello, Jumper. How you doing? Doing just fine, Agent Curry. Thanks. I need your help finding three missing people. The depth of my performance depends on the depth of your imagination. And that means... I'm feeling hungry. You feeling sleepy? If you come down to the beach market, I could get that way. Meet me at the big jar of jelly beans at noon. I've just spent the last hour and a half walking around this beach market photographing objects, then searching online for photographs taken before the farmer's disappearance. I know I have to deliver on these bad dreams, so I did my best to ensure that I'll have nightmares when the time comes. 
I ate six bean and cheese empanadas. I skimmed the latest inner office memos. And I read the news online. Then to really just top it off, I called my mom. We haven't spoken in about 15 years. I asked her how she was doing and she hung up on me. Now as I approach the big jar of jelly beans, I can see Jumper is wearing her usual dark brown skin, dreadlocks, a tank top, and her favorite board shorts. Hello, Keith. How are things? Pretty good, Jump. Do you have a room, or should I use the company card? I've already taken care of it. A nice place. You'll like it. It is now 12.30. I'm at the Palms Beach Resort, which is a mid-level hotel, and that is, that's generous. I'm drinking vodka from the bottle, and jumpers flip through all my photos, and she feels fairly certain she can find those farmers or whatever, and I'm trying to sleep, but it's difficult, because I know when I do, She's gonna crawl on my chest and start to feed. Boy, I'm breathing and I'm breathing and You look so cute when you're asleep, like a big drunk baby. That's what you are, aren't you? Some lady's baby, some lady who doesn't want to speak with you anymore. She's pretty, isn't she? And so soft. Look out for the wind, Keith. Whipping that weather rain around and around while you try to hang on, but that tornado pulls you right into ours. Keith! For shame. How can you do that with that man? That's not how you were raised. You need help from the wizard, waving his magic wand. Not that kind of wand, Keith. Such a dirty boy. Is that how you try to make this a nice dream? Thinking about that? I don't hold it against you. But you gotta pay up. You gotta give me what you owe me. See? That weather vane's spinning again. Gonna tear you right out of that man's arms and put you someplace you don't want to be. Someplace cold. Some meat locker. Leave you dangling an inch below the hook. Can you hear the goblins sharpening their knives? They're gonna eat you, Keith. But me first. Then he's picked up, put inside some dirty old room and slaughtered, made into meat. Just like that. No hey, how do you thank you? And everybody's happy because they didn't like him. They just wanted his body to eat, to make it into a football. And his mom watches those men kick that football around on Sunday afternoon, but she never recognizes him. She just squeals when they put him through the goalpost. You a Patriots fan? Seems like it would be, working for the government and all. There you go, right back to the meat locker. And you brought the goblins back. Look at them dance, so excited. 
I see you watching, the shadows, the knives cast on the wall. Hey, don't you know that one? Isn't that your boyfriend? Mmm, that is delicious, Keith. So tender, so juicy and sweet. You make a good pig, Keith. And I don't say that to just anybody. All right, then. I'll leave you. I'll leave you be. But one last thing. Do you know how many jelly beans were in that jar we looked at earlier? I do. Just one. It's now 4.30. I'm still drunk, but I've got to make it back to the beach market by 5. Made it. Hello, Badge. You're looking ill. Are you ready for your three guesses? Yeah, but I don't need them. The three farmers are the palm tree weather vane, the statue of the kid throwing the football, and that big jar of jelly beans at the table across the way. It was pretty clever of you to hide one of them in someone else's stall. Thank you. I do try. But the larger question is, what other people are hidden in all this junk? It's not... No, don't bother. I'm confiscating it. All of it. I'm revoking your vendor's license. Dirty stinking badge! You have no respect! I'm lodging a complaint! Alright, yeah. Do whatever you want, your majesty. We made a deal. It's time for you to pay up. Closing case notes. I gathered up the three objects. I had them returned to their rightful forms by the Gnome King. They didn't remember a single thing. I suppose that was just as well. I confiscated the rest of the merch turned it over to mages. They're currently working to determine which of the objects are transformed people. That was so scary, you guys. Who, who would want to eat a nightmare? Wouldn't you rather eat a good dream? I just don't get it. I need to take a little break now and go snuggle with a kitty. Come on, Cheeto. Lauren Proof's Magic is Real was created by Nicole Kimberling and is a co-production of Shepherd Boy Records, Tommy Jordan, and Blind Eye Books. Episode 3, Then She Feeds, was written by Nicole Kimberling and Tania D. Johnson and produced by Tommy Jordan. This episode features the voices of Jin Hale, Tommy Jordan, Tania D. Johnson, Nicole Kimberling, and Ian Everyhope. Featured music for Then She Feeds is Jumper's Theme by Tania D. Johnson and Runnin' by Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Find us on Twitter at Lauren Proves It or on SoundCloud at Blind Eye Books or at BlindEyeBooks.com. Got the song of the day, your mama's proud. You're the hot new thing Beta talks about. This could be a stereo, this could be your iPhones, this could be your laptop, this could be your headphones. Is he real underground? Is he real well known? You could write, I'm not playing up on my tombstone. Might have cornered you and played this. 
dude, dude, I made it. A lot of cool people like wanna see me naked. And several of your friends told me how great my tape is. All about the love, homie, how could you hate it? No promoters know what my name is and somehow I made it on your YouTube playlist. Ain't never been signed, I ain't never had an agent. Still, I'm so sick, I might be contagious. <laughs> Step up to the mic like, can I kick it? Yeah, that so extra. You hear it dub like you need a Q-tip? Yeah, that so extra. Me and my chick got this real bad kid. Yeah, so extra. I'm on my defense like a Mayan fist. Yeah, she Electra. Collected, generically respected with a few indiscretions, I've barbarically neglected. A bank account balance that's a manic depressive. Stability's a challenge when the president elected is so fragile, he feels threatened by political correctness. Violate the prime directive, vote, voter suppression. Meet me in the middle, so I'm in the intersection. Middle finger in the air, and I'm leading the procession like, oh my god, oh my gracious, 10,000 plays, but you can't make a statement. Career suicide, it could be dangerous life's been so tough ever since you got famous like the irish defensive supremacist yeah that so extra compare amistad to a coffin ship yeah that so extra another white kid talks about privilege yeah that so extra how i wrote this this and left it open-ended yeah that so extra Playing KUGS right now. Hey. I don't give a fuck about success right now. I'm talking to the whole Northwest right now. Then I hop in my gear and I feel it out. I should place myself under house arrest right now. Hey. Probably get a bulletproof vest right now. Taking shots at the whole Midwest right now. Since I let them inside the White House. Goku Super Saiyan, Lana Del Rey, Gandalf the Grand Trim down for the way in Tampa Bay Devil Rain, Gap to Spit Spraying, Night Out Dayin', you know what I'm saying? The world got the teeth of a T-Rex right now, little tiny hands, big old mouth, since they shut down, venture compound, I went underground and I killed I couldn't beat that guy, could have beat him cold, he never would have known. Just had a show. Just had to show those creeps and those punks what the game is like when it's great, when it's really great. Like anything can be great. Anything can be great. I don't care. Rick Lane can be great if a guy knows. He knows what he's doing and why, and if he can make it come up. Where I'm going, and where I'm really going, I feel like a. I feel like a. I feel like a... I feel like a...